welcome, welcome one and all to 300! Wow. Yeah, okay, that, that was more was, exciting than The sound planned. of silence was deafening. How's the volume? Are we too loud? Never too loud. Don't even need a microphone. Right, so first things first, um, we normally ask this on live shows. How many people have actually heard the show? Hands up. Yep, I've heard the show. You've heard the show. Bubba and the Yellows listened to half an episode in the car with me years ago. Excellent. Well oh. done, Bubba. Good job. You might all have been the on the whole through. time, but I don't think you listened to all of it. <laughs> yes. That's okay. Uh, lovely to see the boys in yellow as well, just bringing back the Ashes tour to my memories. Thank you very much. Have you guys actually taken those shirts off in the last couple of weeks, or have you just slept in them? Because there's a waft of just... A Drawn I'm, Ashes series. I'm disappointed now, though, because I left mine behind. I thought, I'm never going to wear them again. <laughs> and now I see how sexy they look on you two. I, <laughs> I just think that maybe I should have kept them. But you guys have got an extra one each, haven't you? Mm. So if I need to borrow one... We've got an extra. They don't look keen. No, they don't. No. Um, anyway. So, mate, tell us about the Ashes. You've made mention of it. Uh, for those people who don't know, Troy had left the South Road Boys podcast. We didn't know whether or not he was going to come back. And you went overseas. Now, I believe that you have overseas news. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that? Well, you can. Right. No, I did plan a little thing. Um, so, yeah, so I went um, to the Ashes tour, as you can tell by the guys in yellow. We mm. were the Canary Australians for a long period of time. Uh, but one of the big highlights of the trip for me especially mm. uh, was Merv Hughes. Merv Hughes! Now, Merv is for those who... Who follows cricket in the room? Um, there'd be oh, a there's few. There's half a hand. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. Okay, so, so if you guys want to leave for the next few minutes, that's fine. <laughs> um, so Merv, for me, was just a big highlight. I mean, growing up watching cricket, Merv was just one of the bowlers that you... I oh, know, he just loved. That moustache. He, he had the moustache, he had the gusto. So good. He was angry. Rage. He bowled well. He was almost um, ginge. He was like, a typical that Australian. Angry. Huh? He wasn't. He was almost that angry he could have been ginge. You know, strangely enough, side segue. Yeah. I realised whilst I was away, mm. I've never seen a ginger mm. male. Hello. Go to the gym that does not also have a ginger beard. Has oh. anyone ever seen a person with red hair at the gym that does not have oh, a beard? Oh, there's one. There's one. When do you go to the gym? You're skinny. <laughs> Sorry? There you go. Gym I school. I don't think the school actually clarifies in this. If it's compulsory, it's probably not like the gym. Yeah, and especially that doesn't count because a lot of kids at school can't grow the beard yet. <laughs> True. So I didn't start mine until my late 40s. So, appreciate the you know. comment, but it's not valid. So do you reckon it, it's a thing that if you're ginge and you want to work out, you must grow a beard? Is that to prove that you're a bit more tougher than what you I are? I think it is. The rage? It's a general rule. Mm. Ginges general don't look that tough, do hey. they? <laughs> on. Hey. Steady on. I mean, you've got the whiskers now, but still... If you're walking down the street and someone's coming, I think you no know one's what? Cro- no I one is crossing the street. Him. No one is crossing the street when they see me walking down. <laughs> <laughs> I just get mocked relentlessly by you've eight-year-old got, girls. <laughs> you've actually got women that'll go the other side of the street because they're worried that they'll scare you. <laughs> <laughs> they're worried that they're going to get a quick, bit raped. Let's make him cross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Merv was uh, one of the guys that I loved growing up. Mm. And oh, really? Hello. Look, in... <laughs> 
in person, he's a different character now. He's a little bit bigger. Mm. He's, he's, he's been in a good paddock. Day drinking. A lot of... Oh, there's been a fair bit of that. Yep. Yeah. He does, doesn't mind a beer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the moustache is still there, though. Mm-hmm. That's still valid. It's part of his brand. I think if he took the moustache off, there'd be a lot of people that wouldn't maybe recognise Merv as much. Do you reckon it'd be like having ZZ Top without the beards? Is it, do you reckon anyone knows what they look like without beards? Their mum? They weren't born with those beards. I think they were. <laughs> That's how they came out. Ima- we don't need forceps, we just need to grab the beard. <laughs> Imagine how tangled that beard would get in their mother's vagina mm. at birth. Yeah, that would be awkward. There, there'd be no zzz for them sleeping. No, during but that. unfortunately, in the birthing suite, you heard, no, no, that one's mine. <laughs> In that they grabbed the wrong hair. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, so Merv was great. So um, he, he warmed to us after a few days on the tour. Like, you had to get to know him a little bit. Welcome to the late comers. Oh, hi, Deb. How are you? Hello, welcome. welcome. Take a seat. Sit anywhere. Make yourself at home. Yeah. Great you could make it. We should have set up a chair right in front of here. That's where you normally like to sit. 7.30-ish. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for making the effort. It's really lovely of you. You made eye contact, you've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> We're talking about Merv Hughes, by the way, if you haven't caught up, Deb. Troy went overseas, went and saw the cricket, and he, he met Merv Hughes. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, if it was a guy coming in, the joke about being a late comer would have been far more amusing. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Merv. Merv. Um, he took a little bit of, to warm to us, because mm. we turned up for test two. Okay, so, so he's already test been one, already. one test. Yeah, and there was this little crew that were the original group. The OG. The OG. So we had to meld into that. So it took a day or two. Mm. Uh, but after that, then he started talking to us a bit more. He'd have a beer with you. You're part of the crew. Yep. You're part of the Merv gang. The Merv gang. Which is great. So, and I mean, he had a great time. Like um, those who may have seen it on my socials, he did record a video for my housemate Hannah, mm. which was very amusing, um, having a go at her for not having a fishing show. Yeah. Because yep. she said that his fishing show was shit. Um, I'm not saying she's wrong. No, no, definitely not saying he's wrong. But the fact that he took the time to make the video was great. <laughs> Love that. But, uh, but the big highlight for me, to be honest, uh, was seeing a different side of Merv. Now, the guys that are sitting in the middle of the room there would have seen this as well because it was right next to us. Was it after dark? Uh, there was Merv a gen- after dark. Oh, fuck Ooh, no. no. <laughs> i tell you what, though, with that moustache, you'd still know. You would? Yeah. You, I, you look at that moustache and I almost hear a wah-wah guitar. Wah-wah-wah. <laughs> not with the guts, though. No, probably no. not. Uh, so we're sitting there. I think it was probably the second, third day of the third test. And uh, there was a gentleman that suddenly turned up on the grandstand. Elderly gentleman. And Merv stood up and the next thing, Merv's kind of lit up a little bit and they've started talking and there was a, a closeness with them, which was amazing. Part-time uh, lover? And I didn't realise who it was <laughs> oh, okay. initially. Um, but it worked out it was Dickie Burt, the umpire, who did like three decades of umpiring. He's one of the, the umpires that those who love cricket, everyone knows. Probably and, one of the most hated men there, though. Well, that every umpire was, let's yes. be honest. But the fact that you've got this bowler mm. who, let's be honest, don't like umpires, you. Uh, had this wonderful relationship with this guy who was now 90 Mm. So that's why I didn't recognise him initially because you knew him as an un- a younger man. He, he was a bit younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it was just this wonderful thing. It was to a point where it was like Merv was nearly going to cry, 
And apparently Dickie always, he searches him out. He tries to find him when he's there. So he's got this wonderful relationship now, this respect. Merv finds Dickie or Dickie finds Merv? Dick, Dickie Bird always comes to find Merv. <laughs> Dickie finds yeah. Merv. So that, he does that. <laughs> That's a weird yeah. child story, yeah. isn't so it? So he does that. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. Let's play Dickie finds yeah. Merv. <laughs> <laughs> so he does that. Yeah. Uh, but if you can put the photos up. I took a couple of candid shots. Look at shots. this, would you? Bloody hell. Yeah, we've got Multimedia tech. for crying out loud. I took a couple of candid shots um, of them just having a chat. Uh, they didn't know I was taking them. I was basically here to go away and just took a couple of photos. Oh, you've um, done some COVID photos. Yeah, it was. And the best thing about it is, as you can see by that... Covert, sorry. Not COVID, they, my yeah, bad. No. <laughs> Thank you. Post, post-COVID becomes covert. Yeah, true. Because no one says they got COVID anymore. Oh, that one in the middle looks like Merv's just goose Dickie Bird. <laughs> Dickie doesn't mind it. But the best thing about it is because they didn't realise I was taking the photos, they were very natural. Yeah. Um, so what happened after that is, after they had this wonderful moment, and then also Dickie Bird, I've never seen anyone want autographs or someone so much in their entire life. It was nuts. Like you wanted per- your autograph? Person after person, after person, after person. Wanted, Dickie no, wanted your autograph? No, I didn't have a South Road Boys shirt on. Oh, okay. My mistake. Oh, um, people wanted Dickie's autograph. Yeah. yeah. So, which is great. Being an umpire, like mm. the fact that he has that, uh, that notoriety, I guess, of people, like people still know who he is. Do you reckon he signs it? Not out. Love Dickie. He started actually signing hats and so forth. Yeah. But then he could see he was struggling. He's 90. I mean, he's 90. It's a fair innings. He's lucky to walk it alone right. <laughs> right. Um, so, there was that wonderful moment. So, afterwards, I actually said to Merv, I said, mate, I took a couple of photos while you guys were talking. I showed it to him. And... I said, um, would you like me to send them through to you? Because they're actually really nice photos. Sneaky way of getting Merv Hughes' number, isn't it? So, Hello. <laughs> so that's true. So Merv gave me his number. And we're going to call him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended that up, would be genius. Yeah, so I ended up uh, sending through these few photos to Merv, which was great. No, let's do it. Let's but, call Merv. Oh, we, I, no. No, we're not calling Merv. No. We're not calling Call Merv. Merv. Call Merv. <laughs> but the best thing about it is, I thought about this later on. Yeah. And it's one of those scenarios where teenage Troy, mm-hmm. who was watching the cricket, watching Merv Hughes bowl, would never ever have expected in a lifetime that, you know, what, 30 years later, mm. um, 35 years later probably, that I would actually be at the Ashes. Yes. Having a pint with Merv Hughes. Yes. Get Merv Hughes' number. And send him dick pics. <laughs> Dreams do come true, ladies and gentlemen. They come that true. That is fucking genius. No, appreciate the setup for a very, very good gag. What a beautiful story. <laughs> I think you'd be one of the few. You That's, like that? I love that. But how good are those photos? Though? Seriously. They really are lovely. Yeah, and this episode is also sponsored by uh, Galaxy S23 Ultra. Thank you very much. Well done, Galaxy. Samsung. Thank <laughs> Samsung. You. <laughs> so what else is going on? Um, Any other go- stories oh, from abroad? Oh, look, what else have we got? Here's a actually funny one. Mm. Thailand's a funny place, isn't it? I don't know. I've never been to Thailand. It's, it's different. Mm. Uh, but one of the things I did find, which is oh, a couple of things... <laughs> One Seven Eleven things I found in Thailand. Wow! Oh, that list could go on forever. Uh, but Seven Elevens and everything have alcohol in Thailand. Wonderful, perfect. But they don't sell, or they can't sell it after eleven o'clock. 
AM or PM? PM. And when do they restart selling it? Uh, when they open, probably. But aren't they open 24 no, hours? No. Right. No, I don't okay. think so. I wasn't there Isn't at 6am. Isn't that what 7-Eleven are famous for? No, anything's different in Thailand. <laughs> okay, everything's no. different in Thailand. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Okay. But anyway, but the best thing is though, so I walked in to get a couple of drinks. I said, sorry, we can't serve alcohol now, it's past 11. I'm like, it's fucking Thailand, you can do anything in exactly. Thailand. It's only 10.30 yeah. in Tassie. But then they said, but just see the guy at the front. <laughs> oh, hello. So you walk out the front. Yes. And what they've got out the front of the shops is foam eskies with ice in it, full of alcohol. Of some bloke who's already bought it legally. They, for some reason, the police don't care about that. But you can't sell it in the shop after 11. No, fair enough. Quite rightly so. Thailand. The other thing I discovered as well is those have been to Thailand. People come and try and sell you things all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might sell you seashell necklaces. Or mm. uh, what else have we got? Um, there'd be Lady boys. Sh- no, they don't sell you that. Not on the street, Joe. Not on the street. Not till okay. later. Okay. Yeah. You know, they might sell you um, smokes. Sure. They might sell you other trinkets. Um, they might sell you watches. Okay. They've got everything. Genuine there, imitation Rolex. Yeah, exactly. There's, um, which, to be honest, who buys a watch anymore? They're like the poor man's street seller. You, you, That's not a watch you watch. Are, oh, smart it's not watch. a watch. Oh, it's a smart watch. Mm. It's still in the name, yeah, watch. But I'm not going to buy a normal watch. Won't you? No. What happens if that one stops? Won't stop. Because <laughs> Samsung. <it's> smart. <laughs> this episode's sponsored oh, by Samsung. Anyway, anyway, anyway carry on. We're not going to get found that was, conversation though, again. You're constantly just saying, oh, look, sorry, not interested. Sorry, thanks very much. Yep, sorry, no, go away. Good stuff. And I realised after a while that I was actually doing the Jedi. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. I hadn't realised for like five days I was doing the Jedi mind trick. I'm just like, nah, sorry, not interested. See nah, that sorry. girl, watch that scene, dig in the dance. Sorry. Fuck off. It was sorry. an ABBA moment. But the thing that was great out of that, so yep. I met another Aussie guy. Okay. Uh, wonderful chap. Uh, and he sat next to me with his wife to have a drink. <laughs> and next thing, someone's come up with something. It was either bracelets or necklaces or sure. watches. And um, he said... Nah, sorry, I can't have that. Um, I've got diarrhea. My mum's going to get angry with me if I have those. Oh, okay. And they, go, and they walk off. And I'm like... <laughs> the old diarrhea just, excuse. Did I fucking hear that correctly? Going to give mum the shits. Anyway, so a few minutes later, because these people come up all the time. Mm. Someone's come up with something. I said, nah, sorry, um, if I buy one of those, I've been told my plane's going to crash. I'm not going to make it home, so I can't have those. Sorry. And they've smiled and walked off. And I've turned around. His wife's just cracking up. <laughs> he said... He's been doing this for days. Just, you say random stuff. Yep, because they only understand maybe a couple of words. I don't want to start a land war in Southeast Asia. I can't buy that. Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Perfect. You know, like, it didn't matter what it was, he came up with the most random thing and he'd been doing it for days. <laughs> and every time he did it, she was like, I just don't hear it anymore. I just don't hear like, it. Just, it's just bullshit. Yeah. I mean, part of me's like, ah, oh, it's a little bit offensive. Like, you're taking the piss a bit. But if you're going to come and annoy us every three minutes... But you're still saying no, just... Put a lot more words. Trying to make the person next to you laugh. Yeah, pretty much. Or more importantly, just making yourself laugh. It was funny. Perfect. Because he's there like, you know, next time someone comes along, try it. (laughs) Just come up with someone random. What did you come up with? Well, I didn't actually do it because then I felt like I was just trying to compete. Could have been a good story for a podcast if you had off. Could have been. I mean... Could have made something up, maybe. But honestly, 
preloaded story. With our professionalism, mm. it would have put him to shame, and that's not nice. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Uh, speaking of gifts and things that people want to sell you, Mr. Barnes, we haven't done this for a while, but would you like to play a game? No, yet. Oh, fuck. Yes, Joe, I would love to play a game. Thank excellent, you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I have props. For those who haven't actually seen us do this before um, Nothing is set up that we do Mm. We don't practice anything I've Uh, been waiting for this for quite some time So I've got no idea what's going on You don't So I'm going to have Remember Yeah, so I'm going to get you to think uh, Actually, you'll know the answer straight away So we'll ask you guys Uh, I'm thinking of a movie starring Brad Pitt Seven, what's in the box, Joe? Fuck! I said them we don't normally have them. We're normally in a room alone. Oh, okay. So we are going to Naked. play a little game <laughs> based on the television, oh, uh, the movie. What's in the box? With Brad Pitt. What's in the box? If you don't know the movie with Brad Pitt, what's in the box? It is Seven, which is based on the Seven Deadly Sins. It's about to come out on 4K soon oh, too, by the way. And it's very, very good. If you don't want to know the ending, there's a, the final scene um, where they're trying to track down the bad guy who's a serial killer. And who's with Brad? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman sees a box in the middle of the thing and he says, Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> and, oh, no, Beck doesn't want to hear. I won't, tell, I won't say it. I won't say it. You can watch it. No, but, she won't watch it. Oh, well, then yeah. it's his wife's head. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's in the box. <laughs> Too far. That's what's in the box. So, Mr. Barnes... We recorded an episode in... Is that my mum's head? No. Oh, tr- okay, oh right. Troy. Oh, Troy. Imagine if you put a recording in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Troy. That's just a photo of my mother's head. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, not Troy. that mean. What's but you put me in a box for, Troy? We recorded an episode in January. Uh, 274, I believe, is the episode. Do you know the episode title? Larry. Okay, nice. What am so you get to now play a guessing game with that massive hint of Larry of what we spoke about, which will lead to tell you what's in the box. Nice. So firstly, uh, I don't remember the episode. Good, because I uh, didn't secondly, think you would. as an amusing side note to this, Beck, my lovely partner, said to me a while back, Yes. You guys should stop doing quizzes because they're the most shit part you ever do on the podcast. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know what? Get fucked. I love the quizzes. Mainly and I love because this. I'm terrible. And I went, no, I went to a little bit of bloody effort for this one. I went to a little bit of effort. So, what's in the box? Tell me about episode 274, Larry. What do you think that was about? Can I find No, you? Right phones away. Larry. You can get help from uh, anyone out there, but they can't look up and read the full description. You must know me. what I'm talking about. Was Larry actually about an individual? Is that why no. it was called Larry? Well, no. No, no. You brought up the subject. Wonderful. And we Once arrived again, because at because things aren't scripted, it means Correct. That you brought up the subject. I told you my story, which relates to what's in the box. What's in the box. And then you told me what you were thinking about, which gave us the title of Larry. Right, so it would have been uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Correct. Leisure Suit Larry in the land of the lounge lizards and for those people who played computer games in the late 80s, early 90s, it was an adult 
video game that you had to verify your age by answering stupid questions and then it was 8-bit. So it was little little blocks and all that kind of stuff and it was Larry who was going around and buying drugs and having sex with hookers. But you couldn't see anything because everything was censored and it was all 8-bit anyway, so you didn't even know what it was. I remember it being sexy though. Well, you were a teenager, so pretty much a stiff breeze was sexy. True. <laughs> I also thought the first Lara Croft was pretty hot too. True. And Once again, you were a teenager, so that was sexy as well. Right, so what's in the box? Um, I've got no idea where to start with this. Can I have some kind of a hint? Uh, Larry was a fucking big hint. Okay. Um, don't tell me it's actually the game. No, it's got nothing right. to do with Larry at all. Well, it's, it's not a big fucking hint then, is it? <laughs> okay. i tell you what. Okay. No, look, it, the episode we spoke about, what we were talking about was what video games did we play that we would like to see made into TV series Oh, yes, now. I remember that. And it was really funny. One of my, yep. my favourite moments out of that was you said, oh, I've got a fucking great idea. For a, for a game to be turned into a TV series, it's Frog Abe, Abe's oh, Abe's Oddworld. Yep. So, you know, get some blue indigenous people striving to overcome their oppressors. And I went, yeah, might have been done before. And you've <laughs> gone, what? And I've gone, the Smurfs or a little thing called Avatar. <laughs> and your response was, yeah, but fucking... <laughs> That, that was your defence of why your idea was good. It was just... It, it's a fair yeah, argument. But, yeah, but fucking... Anyway, so this relates nothing to that. You need to... <laughs> nothing at all. But you need to work out what's in the box. But Larry's Troy. a big hint. Well, it wasn't really. That's so, a red herring, that one. I'm so sorry. It's not a game. It is not it a is game. It is not a movie? It is not a movie. It is a figurine of some kind. No. Right. Um, <sighs> no, I'm having a great time, Beck. I'm having a lovely time. Is it something that I would play with? I hope so. Looking at you, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you worked it out. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm going to mention a flashlight or anything. <laughs> um, hey. Oh, Ooh. righto. Language down. Um, okay. <laughs> Infants have How entered do you the building. catch a musical fish? Castanet. Because we have. A... <laughs> Thank you. Because we have a child in the room, and that's the appropriate joke that I have. <laughs> well, it's the one I was read today. It was um, my computer has frozen. Yes, I must have left too many windows open. Right now, what's in the box? Right, what the fuck's going on? Right. Uh... <laughs> What's That's why we don't do PG. What's just, in the box? What's in the box? Is it a ticket to something? No. no. I got a ticket to ride. Fuck Joe. Um, no, it's not a fuck Joe either. Right, eh? Um, hint, please. Hint. Otherwise, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. It is... Is it an item of clothing? No. Right, eh? Okay. It's very personal to me. Is it one of your children's fingers? No. No, no it is right. not. Come on in, Prasanna, come on in. Oh. Go up and sit next to Christopher up there. He'll grab you another seat. He's Don't waving you... frantically at you. Nice to see you. Don't you love it when you walk in the summer a little bit late and you think, no one's looking at us? Yeah. No. So just to catch you up, we've been talking about the cricket and now we're moving on to a game called What's in the Box. So what's in the box? Right, we're back uh, to is, what's in the box. It is, I will, I will give you this, it is the most personal gift I believe that I could give you. 
whenever you when you see this and open this and there is no one else on the earth that you will think of when you see this no one else will ever give you this gift is it a semen sample <laughs> no right but but close <laughs> no not close not close at all but you know what? You're not far. You're not on the right path, but you, you're in the general right forest. Right, hey. It, and it's not my pubes. Good. Yeah. Because happy about that. No one needs you know, that. I've actually still got my pubes at home. Some of your beard hair. Yes. That you gave me in a small my first beard hair. Sexual. Yeah. <laughs> that shows how close we are. This is going to go in I can more clone pride. You one day. It, you can, and this is going to go in more pride of place than my first beard hair. A more private place. No, pride of place. Oh, pride so of you place. So you'll probably right. even display this. Display it. Mm. Um, it's not a photo of you of some kind. No, no. it's not one of those. I just is send something those to do with your family? No. Does it have a link to something we've done in the past? We, no. Right. We spoke Fuck. about this Fuck, thing. I love these games. Okay. How's everyone else doing? So, we um, spoke tell about, me about your day. Sorry, was no, still we playing? spoke about my kids decided to do camping in the backyard. Is it a carcass? And something happened. Is it a carcass? It is not a carcass, but you're it's bloody, not, you're not the getting head of closer. Something? What? It's not the head of something. Like it's actually a head in a box. <laughs> no. Like of like a, a cat or a rodent or a bird. No. No. Or a fish. No. no. I tell you what, I'm going to give you a bit more of a hint. Oh, thank God. Open this box and find the other box inside oh, it. <laughs> You're a shit friend. No, I'm not. I'm a good friend. Oh. I'm a great friend. I'm the only one that your mum pays for still. <laughs> now, I made this box, by the way. Right. I made that. It's a ring. Is it? That's what I was saying. If say. you want it, then you better is, put is a ring jewelry? on it. It is jewellery. It is jewellery. It is jewellery. Is, is it a cock ring? It's not. Well, no. it, it would need to be a lot bigger, am I right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Fellas, you all know. The Ashes boys, they know. <laughs> I bet it with that. Yeah. I didn't bed them. <laughs> mm. Bedded with them. Of course you did. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're telling me it's actually a ring? or it's No, I'm not no. telling you it's a ring. Right. I'm telling you it's jewellery that I have made for you. Yeah. That is I it, um, hope that you will treasure for the rest of your life. Is it a pearl necklace? I, I don't know how I could store that and then you then I don't you know how hard this later. box is Yeah, true It's, yeah. It, it's not a TARDIS, mate It's not going to be so this bigger is actually a game on the inside of What's in the box in the box? What's in the box in the box? Right Now, I made that box and I'm very proud of it You said that I don't really give a shit I've got to be I honest know. I can tell I mean, all it, it is It's a couple of bits of wood with two hinges, man Fucking just calm down No, fair enough Wow um, <laughs> hours. I spent just hours. for the record. For things that are even more interesting, we do actually have merch too. By the way, so <laughs> we have t-shirts wow. for twenty bucks and uh, stubby hotters for ten dollars. Excellent. Far more Perfect. interesting in this game we're what? playing right now. You can finish the game anytime you want by opening the clasp. Righto. It is jewelry. It is jewelry. It's not a ring, though. It is not a ring. Is it earrings? Nope. No. Is it a? Is it some kind of a? 
small butt plug on a string. No. no. I wish I'd have thought of that. Righto. Can I open I, it? I made all can, of that. Can I open it? Yeah. Is it, it's not a light. No, it's jewelry. Is it a shell? No, it's a... <laughs> Take it out. Whip it out. What the... What the actual fuck, mother? Is it a necklace? It is a necklace. Is it a bit of shell? Is it shell? I, I don't... No, what is it? Does that... See how that silver bit's through a hole? That's your fucking nail. <laughs> That's my toenail. Oh, <laughs> Joseph Mather. <laughs> so for those who... It tastes like you. I know. For those who don't know, in January, I, 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 dropped, I dropped a drink bottle. <laughs> I dropped a drink bottle on my toe. And I was very confident at the time that my nail wasn't going to come off. And I, and I, and I managed to get a, a, a drill bit and I put a drill bit through my toenail to relieve the... Relieve, no, just come up and take a photo, Deb. It's fine. Um, so I used, I used a drill bit to, to twizzle through my toenail and, and it squirted a lot of blood and all that kind of stuff. And at the time, I didn't know whether or not I was going to keep the toenail or whether or not it was going to come off. And, and last week or the week before, um, the toenail finally came off and I was delighted. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and so I decided to, to make a little box as shitty as you think it is and I put a... Fucking look, the grain even matches, oh, look, you son now, of a bitch. Now I'm impressed. Well, so you bloody well should be. But that is my legit toenail from from when I, I lost it, by the way. That is spectacular. <laughs> Isn't it? Can I just add a little story to this? So there's one individual in the crowd right now, Closey, who I travelled to the ashes with. Hi, Closey. Who doesn't like feet. Really? Especially doesn't like toes and toenails. Well, I can show you how... Look, no. <laughs> I've got... It's. I've got. He'll the, leave the room. Look, it's almost grown back. Like it's almost. If you have a look at it, oh, it's, that's a sexy. Foot. It's almost grown back. It's not quite there. It's still a bit gammy. That's great. But it's. Oh, it's Joseph. when the toe. It's, it's when the leftover of the toenail catches <laughs> on the sock. That's the. That's the bit that's the most. That's um. That's one of the most precious gifts I've that's, ever received. It's oh there it is oh that is so you can see where the silver Great bit work, goes Bradley. that's where I put the drill bit through and then it just was like old yellow just guys yeah. it up yeah. just <laughs> squirting so like for those listening we've actually got this on the screen behind us now a crimson mass and it finally came off it was oh that's beautiful I mean it's a bit janky isn't it. It took a bit of it took a bit of getting through, I can tell you. That's great. Anyway, so happy birthday, you know, Can Top. I just point out? Welcome back to Australia. This may be a little bit too much information for some, but <laughs> I mean, myself and my lovely girlfriend Becca, we actually have what's called the sex occasionally. Oh, hello, and, and and in the in this wonderful, like if we did that kind of, you know, the boring one, but you Intimate. know, the one that the godly people do. 
the missionary position, mm-hmm. this will hang in her face. <laughs> and she'll have your nail, like, grazing across uh, her uh, face uh, whilst uh, I'm being so sexually intimate. <laughs> and I tell, I tell you, what, you what, that's touching you in that the that doesn't bring place. on the big O, nothing will. <laughs> so there you go, mate. That's, I, I, I have been delighted every day when I've looked at this Little box and, and I've got to say, I, I didn't like the game, but I, I loved the end. I knew you would. That's far more exciting than Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Is it? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be. I couldn't fit her head in there. <laughs> she's, she's too busy doing bloody goop lab or whatever it is, teaching women about their vaginas. That's what Gwyneth Paltrow does. That's great. Thanks, mate. Every, oh, there's baffled looks yeah. everywhere. She does a show. It's all about vaginas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, some, that's one of the best gifts I've ever received. Thank you. Thank you. I grew up myself. You did. <laughs> but closely, when it came off, like, I actually had to prize it a little bit. It was... <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's what else lovely. have you got, mate? Well, I'm going to say one thing first, then we, we do need to get on some things that make me a little bit annoyed. Oh, okay. You want to do that, do you? I think we... But firstly, mm. I discovered something new over the last couple of weeks. Yes, about and I can yourself? Actually, I can blame my lovely partner for this one too. Ah, oh, bloody Beck. Yeah, you're getting mentioned a bit. Sucked in. You're mm. here. Not my fault. Um, Don't shit on the games next time. I discovered the meaning of a word. And it was slightly different no. from the meaning... No means no, Troy. I was expecting... <laughs> no does mean no. Yeah. Joe? Thank you. Yes. Unless my you're waving cold. a toenail across their face. My foot's, my foot's cold. Anyway, Put carry on. on. Yeah. So, uh, there's this wonderful word that I heard often, and the meaning was different to what I expected. And that is the word of Moorish. Yeah, you're having something. Oh, that's a bit Moorish. I'd yeah, like so some more I always of that. looked at it from point of view of more being like an M A W kind of like more meaning something that's so tasty, it's amazing. Give me more. It, it tastes great in my mouth. All that kind <laughs> yeah. of like the, the taste of this is incredible. I never went to the fact that the actual more actually just meant more. Like give me more. Oh, okay. I thought it had kind of a bit of a double meaning. Mm. And then Beck said, "No, it actually just means more." And I'm like, "Fuck off! It doesn't." <laughs> so I googled it. Oh, okay. She was right. Doesn't surprise us. No one's surprised. So, and that annoyed me a bit because it made the word very boring. But what annoyed me, mm. and this didn't make my five things that shit me, this is the number six. It's like a prelude. <coughs> yep. Yep. There is no such word as lessish. Lessish? If there is moreish, why isn't there lessish? And this shits me. <laughs> and you, it's amazing, it's yeah. moreish. You want more of it? Uh-huh. It's not amazing. Oh, that tastes a bit lessish. You want less of it? And you reckon games are shit? Yeah. Mm, good. <laughs> Diction with Troy. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Oh, moreish. Oh, for fuck's! I don't know whether I so like having here or not. So pleasant to eat that one. one. <clears throat> Big thanks to Daryl. Well done. Yeah, mate. Can you just look at um lessish? Thanks if you don't mind. Lessish. Yeah. That'd be great. Lessish. So the thing about having a screen behind us, because those who are listening, this will be an audio podcast. So with a visual yeah. attribute, it kind of gets lost. Lessish. No, no sorry, about, nothing. Fuck you, Google. So why do you care? Why don't you just say, "Oh, I'd like no more of that." Thanks. Well, that's not very Moorish. <laughs> 
a double negative. Ev- every word <laughs> should have the opposite. No, it doesn't. You got doesn't. black, you white. You got fast, you got slow. You got wet, you got dry. You got moreish, you got lessish. What is the opposite of toenail? There isn't one. So not every word has a fucking opposite. And I believe your, your response to that is, yeah, but fucking. <laughs> Your Honour. In the court of language, yeah, but fucking. But anyway, let's lead into it because I do oh, okay. like this one. Unless you've got something else you need to add. No, that, I think that's a Because vi- this will give you a chance to argue with me, which you do enjoy. That's a victory to Joe for that right. one. Uh, for those who don't know, this is a lovely thing we do occasionally called Five Things That Shit Me. One, two, three, four, five things that shit me. Well done. So, Troy is an angry man, more angry than any ginger I've ever met. Tell me, Mr. Barnes... More angry than Merv. More angry than Merv. For those who don't know, most of this list will be simply to give me the shits, and then there'll be one thing that legitimately (laughs) annoys Troy. So, let's see if we can work out what's what. Imagine if I actually had five that were real. (laughs) You'd be so disappointed. I would. Right. I know you don't have that Number one. Number one. Of the five things that shit me. Mm-hmm. People that go on social media of streamers, such as Disney, and complain that they need more than one episode a week of a series. They just didn't grow up in the 80s. But fuck, exactly. <laughs> they are the biggest is. fucking wank stains of our generation. <laughs> or this generation. This generation. We're still alive. It's still us. Just. I'm in still all honesty, They don't know what it's like. We used to, I mean, X-Files, great yes, example. Perfect. Back in the day, one of the best series ever known to mankind. 400 Let's not seasons. even get started on Gillian Anderson because it'll be a whole different podcast. And You're going to need some time alone. Loves Gillian. Anyway, anyway. Moving on. If you missed an episode of that. That was it. You didn't get to see it again. There was. No. No. It was gone. All your workmates would tell you about it. Wouldn't matter if they gave you spoilers because you wouldn't get it on VHS for another two years. Hey Wayne, have you got season six of X Files episode four? No, sorry, that won't be in till June in three years. That's what it was like. And then you got these fucking arrogant people <laughs> that turn around and complain because they've been so used to getting an entire series all drop at once, and they just want everything fucking now. <laughs> be patient. Understand that sometimes things come better in droplets. Not the whole fucking creek. <laughs> well, really? We'd Put it this way. Yes. I can guarantee. Guarantee. Oh, I hello. appreciate getting this one nail on a necklace. You don't want getting all, all the nails on the one necklace at once. So that if I was be- to give you a nail a week. Much better. You give all the nails on one necklace in one go. You're going to pulling the other ones off because they're not injured. You do them all in one go? Yep. It's a little bit Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does get a bit... <laughs> It does get a bit creepier. One nail on a string? One nail a week. Yeah. I did think about, you know, getting a a brisk and then making you a ring out of my foreskin. (laughs) But I thought that was a bit far to go. And I'm not that Jewish. That's, um, yeah, that's next level. Next level. Um, No, I agree. Look, I I agree with that one. Well, I get what you're saying, but they, you're talking about a generation that have no idea that TV stopped. You know, know. at midnight, thank you for watching and good night. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's it. And there was no YouTube. (laughs) Couldn't watch watch music clips when you wanted to. You know when you watch them? Saturday on Rage. (laughs) And if you're lucky, (laughs) you record them on VHS to watch again later. 
Wild Child. <laughs> and if you wanted to know what a movie was like, you had to walk down to Wayne's at the video store and read the back cover. You couldn't watch a trailer for a teaser for a trailer. No, you couldn't. Bloody young people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we sound like a little old man just having a bit Unless of you're going to stand up. It's easy to be angry when he's standing. Oh, shit. All right. Now go for I it. I my necklace of your nail. Careful. <laughs> I'm, right glad, I'm glad I made it the right you size as well. You agree with that one. Cool. Yeah. No, it's beautiful, man. Number two. Mm. I'm the thing of five things that shit me. Oh. Yeah. Singapore Airport. No. Who has been to Singapore Airport? Yeah, come on. There's a few. Come on, Singapore Airport is a delight. Interrogated by machine guns, Bradley. Next time, the machine guns. Ah, that's what it is. It's the long hair. Yeah, right. No, I didn't get interrogated. (laughs) It is one of the most advanced airports Mm. in the world. Yes. It's, there's things everywhere. Yep. There's technology all over the place. They've even Perfect. got their own rainforest inside the airport. Of course they do. It's fucking amazing. Where else are you going to keep You've it? You've got this huge big fucking waterfall thing, funnel mm. thing coming down, but it's fucking brilliant. Right. What shits you about Singapore, the most awesome airport in the world? You leave that amazing place with all the glorious food and all the wonderful technology. Yes. And you go to your gate to wait for your plane. Yes. Right. And all the stuff starts leaving you behind. Yes. And you sit down and you've got your 40 minutes till the plane goes. Sure. And you're reading your book or you're you know, checking out Facebook or watching your one episode or something because you haven't got the whole <laughs> thing drop at once. Yes. And you think, oh, geez, I'd love a Coke. Wouldn't you? And you look around. Bloody hell. Symbol of the free West. No fucking vending machines anywhere. Got to go back to Singapore for that. It's about three or four hundred metres back down that way. Yes. I had to go so far, I actually left breadcrumbs <laughs> all the way. I felt like I was a fucking hobbit in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that's just... Like, everything was... And you know what? Well, tell me... I've even walked past a robot doing the cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't have a vending machine to give me a cold drink. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with these people? Well, okay. To start off with, you sound like you're having a bit of a wag. Bernie <laughs> Airport has a vending machine, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie. No, that is a valid point. How many gates at Bernie International Airport? I mean, Bernie Domestic Airport? Two. Probably. Right, and one's right next to the other one. Yeah, they're close. The distance that you walked is the whole runway in Bernie. The distance you had to walk to a vending machine in Singapore Airport is the entire Burning Airport. I know it would have been about four times, five times. Exactly. Yeah. So probably the length of the Burning Airport. You're having a bloody sook, and maybe if you're going to go get that coke, you need to work a bit of it off. But just saying, surely it can't be that hard, though, Joe. Well, it can't. But they want you to go back. They want you to spend more at the the news agency. The vacuum cleaner looked happier than I did in that moment. (laughs) You do realise you can actually go to the robot vacuum cleaner and ask them to get you a Coke and they sweep all the way up and sweep all the way back. Well, the worst thing is they'll clean up my breadcrumbs. Didn't know how to get back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, move on, because I don't think that's a legit wah. That's just you making shit up. That's a great airport. Righto, number three. Mm. Do you reckon the first two are legitimate? No. (laughs) Wow. No, I don't, because I actually quite like... I love living in 2023 where majority of stuff gets dropped straight away and I don't have to wait for it. I do get disappointed when I have to wait for it. Oh. Disappointed, not angry though. You're part of that generation now. I am because I'm so You just want everything now. I am. Yep. Unbelievable. Sooner aliens invade, the better. Number three. Mm. In the five things that shit me. Yes. 
Planes. Planes. There's a bit of a travel theme on a couple of things planes. here. Planes. Planes. Don't know why that is. The Wright brothers well, have got some answering by the sounds of it. To, to Mind add you, a bit you sound to like it. you were there when the little kitty took off. Yeah, to add a bit to it. Planes that scare the shit out of nervous flies. Right. Now, I'm not one of these. Mm. I don't mind flying. doesn't worry me. I even joked when I left that we should record some audio before I go. Yes, just that in case you don't make crashes, it back. I don't make it. We've got some episodes ready to drop. Perfect. Yeah. Not all at once. Nope. One a week. <laughs> no, fair call. We don't put all our episodes out at once, but that would require, if we were to do that, we would have had to sit continuously for 300 hours to then put all this out at one time. True. <laughs> 300 hours of us doing this. Wow. Isn't that the best experience you could ever hope for? And only one toenail. So, you know, yeah. be better. One toenail per 300 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, good. So. What plane did people, you find? Some people don't like flying, Joe. I don't know if you know this. Is no. there any nervous flyers in here at all? I love flying. Yeah, not many at all. There I you get go. giddy with flying. My wife actually. So we get on a plane and she's like, you're a chatty Cathy and I just want to sleep. And generally we're, if you're leaving Australia, you've got eight hours at minimum ahead of you, but generally it's a bit more. And she's fucking shifty, my wife, because she'll get there and go, go make a friend. Like, there's other people that you could talk to. They're really interesting. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. Because I'm like a kid who's had no Ritalin and too much red cordial. And so... Yeah, pretty much. And so I go and find the nervous flyer who's sitting by themselves gripping the headdress. Oh, and I'm like, really? hi, how are you? I'm Joe. How good is it to be on plane? And do you know what she does? Spreads out across two or three seats. And I come back and she's <laughs> just drool coming yeah, out one side. You. Yeah, she knows yeah. me. Anyway. So for those who are nervous flyers, mm. airlines are really starting to fuck up people now. Because they give you all the information, Joe. All the information. When you're up in the air. Yes. I'm looking at the screen. It's a bit too late once you're up in the air, but though, looking, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not too late because once you're up there, you're trying to get through. Sure. You're trying to... It's like a, it's like a teenage boy trying to get through his first sexual experience. <laughs> won't you know, take won't, long and you won't yeah, feel a thing. You're already the there. the words I used. You're already there. <laughs> yes. You're just trying to get through it. Sure. Unscathed. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the, land at the other end. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and that's what nervous flies are doing, aren't they? <laughs> but are you, do you enjoy flying? Yeah, I don't mind it. No, but do you I look like forward the, to it? I don't like the time. I like love the fact Because I just want to get there. Like, I fucking... I must be the loser, because remember when the eight... Yeah. But the A380 came out, and Amy and I went from a flight from Melbourne to Los Angeles within months of the A380 becoming available that, in Australia. 15 hours? 15 hours, yeah, about that. And so I sat there, and the first thing I did was watch the documentary for half an hour on the making of the A380 and every feature about it. And I'm like, fucking how good is this? And then the next thing I hear is, you should go and make a friend because I'm starting to talk to her about, how good is this plane? She's like, you should go and make And I'm like, I will go and make a friend. So I went out the back and I met an uh, air host or air steward and I'm like, how good is this plane? He's like, it's pretty good. And I'm like, but do you know this? And he's like, yeah, but do you know that? And he's like talking to me. And, it's good. and then I got a cook's tour of the A380. Oh, for God's Very sake. Very exciting. Right. But anyway, mm. now for those people that are nervous flyers. Yes. I said, they tell you everything, Joe. Mm. So you'll be up there and the screen will come up. And someone's there fucking grabbing hold of the side. I think they're looking around thinking, is this shit over yet? They're only 15 minutes into a seven-hour flight. Sure. And it says, 
We're doing 900 kilometres an hour. <laughs> 900 k's an hour. And that person's gone. It's a bit Fuck. quick. If we hit a bug right now, mm. it could rip a wing off. It could. That's what they're thinking, Joe. And not only that, mm. it also says we're at 12,000 feet. Yeah, but I'm Australian, but, so feet doesn't mean anything. That's like 20 metres. Ah, uh, divided by three, you get close. <laughs> yeah, it's 20 yeah. metres, whatever. <laughs> So they're thinking, fuck. I could make it. We're doing 900 kilometres an hour. Yes. And we're 12,000 feet in the air. Yes. And they grab and hold a bit tighter. And then you know what else it tells you? Tell me. It's minus 50 degrees outside. Oh, that's fresh. So if something goes wrong, Tazzy in winter, not only are we going to last the fall, we're going to be frozen before we even get there. Why do they do this? Seriously. I mean, honestly. For people like me who go, do you know that we're doing 900 kilometres an yep. hour at 12,000 feet and it's minus 50? And then fucking hell and in 64 days going, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> go find a friend. Find a friend. <laughs> go make a friend. All right, I will. I just, I, for those who are nervous flyers, yes. seriously, I'm not me. Don't mind it. All right. But my God, they can't be happy. Well, don't Do you know get complain. And the thing is that they're watching their movie. They're watching Avatar. <laughs> it's fine. But then George next door, he's put the screen on with all the stats. And you know they can't help Lost. <laughs> like suddenly he's gone, shit, we're only doing 864 kilometres now. Why are we slowing down? <laughs> <laughs> Have they seen a bug ahead? Is it... <laughs> Is it like Back to the Future if you don't do 88 miles per hour, you don't go back in time? So if you're not doing 865 kilometres an hour, you can't stay up in the air? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Isn't what's the... number four that shits you? Because oh, just... I I, that's a no thing. Right I mean, people just right. need to get over right it. Righto. Number four. Yes. Serious one now. <laughs> All right. Hit me number with it. Number four in the yes. five things that shit me. Okay. Flares at the soccer. Okay. How fucking mental are these people? Have yeah. you seen it now? I just want to know. I mean, number one, it's fucking stupid. It's fucking it's, stupid. It's just stupid. But I just want to know where it started. Because, I, I mean, was it a case, right? Hang on, two seconds. Yeah. Um, YouTube, P-O-A-K, and then space, flares. So, anyway, carry on. No, he said P-O-A-K, not OK. Get it right, Brad. Come on. Brad. This is my Greek soccer team, by the way. I'm, tr- I'm trying no to work me, out. No. Shut the fuck up. There you go. Here we go. Uh, Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. Welcome to Greek soccer. Look at <laughs> that screen with all the yes, players. Welcome to Greece. Look at that. How now, good is that? Please tell me where the hell this started. Do you I want mean, to? But notice, hang on, everyone no, notice that what you, as the camera goes past, they haven't even started playing yet. <laughs> They've still got the teams lining up. Here they are, all lined up on and the it looks right like in the middle. Hiroshima. <laughs> haven't even started. Anyway, thanks, Daryl. <laughs> I want to know where it started. Probably essentially North, northern I mean, Greece. But was it a case where you know old Fred the fisherman's been out fishing for cod? Cod, yes. And he comes in, he's thinking, I might go to the soccer. Or the football. Football. And he turns up, he's still his back take on. Sure. Him, just comes straight from the boat. Okay. Easy to go. And he's sitting in the stands and he's getting his sandwich out. Mm. And he goes, oh, fuck, there's a marine safety flare in my bag, isn't there? <laughs> oh, the boys are going to love this. <laughs> well, he's had a couple of pints, so and everything's a good and idea. And has got his flare out, lit it up. I a mean, when these two were back. eight pints in at the cricket, everything was a great idea. Oh, so yeah. That was on a slow day. <laughs> slow day. 
But do you reckon everyone's turned around and gone, oh, Fred, that's a great idea. And then suddenly everyone starts bringing flares. Like, yeah. why flares? Because they're easier to conceal. And in other countries that aren't Australia, probably more readily available. There were people watching the Matildas. <laughs> yes. Just watching it. Yeah. Lighting flares that they're not even at the soccer. Yeah, why not? They're you not know, even it's there. Thing. It's it's like waving your scarf at the footy. Except it's it just... kills people, Joe. Oh, only a little bit of burning. There was I mean... someone back in the 90s, someone threw the flare, it went through their neck and they died. Okay, so there's one. One. Of all the people who go to the football or the soccer, there they are. Hey, we fucking scored. Woo, quick, where are the flares? There's the flares there. <laughs> Look at them. Look at the people running <laughs> from the flares. Fire. It's like Mickey Louder. I'm on fire, I'm on fire, I'm on fire. Yeah, look, it and does get a bit chaos. this is in Australia. It does get a bit chaos. Fed Square, represent. There's an ankle. Oh, there's another ankle. Oh. Seriously. Anyway, Flares thank you. Thanks, Daryl. That's, uh, that's football. So, anyway, what's number no, that, five? No, that is a serious one. That's just... I don't get it. I think they're freaking Look, they're mental. a bit of fun. You know, sometimes... Sometimes fire's a bit of fun. Bit they're, of fun. You, you and I have put things on fire... For fun. Okay. I, I, I've got a, <laughs> for I, fun. I have a challenge for you. Yes. When you're having uh, relations with your lovely wife next. Yes. Right? Birthday's coming up. Yep. I reckon when you're in the midst of that. Yes. I want you to actually grab a flare and mm. shove it just up her ass a little bit. No. And no. Light it, no. And then go, oh, this is a bit of fun, love. Okay. Bit of fun. I can get... Isn't this fun? No, fucking all right. Yep, and then he can jump up and down and start yelling. <laughs> no. She's running around like a human skyrocket. <laughs> but I can, give you, I can give you evidence that you actually enjoy this type of behaviour. Okay. So you and I, sitting there, playing a computer game at the corner store... In South oh, Road. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, I was about to beat your high score. What did you choose to do, Mr. Barnes? I lit your hair on fire. You lit my hair on fire. <laughs> so, I give you, setting things on fire can be fun. I had a lighter in my pocket. And you liked it. I didn't do it for fun. <laughs> exactly. I did it for self-preservation of my score on the machine. Okay. Whatever your motivation, you're in favour so, yeah, but fucking, I win that one. <laughs> well, you did because you still beat my score. Carry on, my Fine. friend. <laughs> Number five. Thank you. In the five things that shit me. One, two, three, four, five things that shit me. Women wearing burkas. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Burka, burka. People can wear whatever they want to wear. Doesn't sure. worry me. Okay. Whether it be for sexuality, religion, culture. Don't care. Okay. I'm not actually against them wearing them. Is that because you're reason. an ankles man? And you quite like to see her bear it. I'm, I'm a nail man now. You are. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, what it is, mm. is that uh, there's an entire group. Dangerous territory. <laughs> I mean, the tension. Right, let's, let's explain it first. Um, the whole burka scenario basically covers the woman from the head to the toe Leaves the eyes available to see. Yes. That's, a, that's the simplest description. The window to the soul, if you like. So, Muslim husbands, mm. because of this, never get to hear something that so many men have heard before. 
Never once do they get to experience, Joe, someone saying, oh, geez, mate, you're punctured above your weight. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why? Because no one can see what they fucking look like. I think that's They've actually... never gonna... been told that once. I think that's actually the title of my autobiography. Geez, you're punching above your weight, mate. But, I mean, but hopefully, yeah. everyone's had that experience. Sure, but Everyone's can... been told that, but I tell you what, a Muslim husband has never been told that. And they're missing out, Joe. Well, you think that they are, but I can tell you here and now. Now, you know my wife, and... She's not backward in coming forward, and I know that Especially I am. With a flare up her ass. I am <laughs> treading on very thin ice. Speaking of my said beautiful wife on the podcast, but anyone who says to me in her presence, "Gee, you're punching above your weight," will get. So you say oh, I've got bad taste in men. You say he's not a catch. Yeah, she throws it back. Oh she? fuck, she goes. I'm like a rabid Wolverine. <laughs> so I you get know. It. So I'm just, I just think they need to maybe change their religion slightly. So you're against to burgers allow men to be able to have that one moment. <laughs> I, I love the fact that in all the world of people who object to burgers, you're making this a man issue that <laughs> that they don't get to hear. <laughs> Fucking, she's a good sort, isn't she? I tell you what, check out the rack on her. You're doing well, my son. Hello, hello, hello. That's awesome. That is so awesome that you've, you've managed to make it a blight on men. You know what? Just got to change things up sometimes. Just got to change things up sometimes. Well, that is five things that shit me. Some of them are complete bullshit. Oh, come on. No, they are, and you know it. I'm disappointed by that. You're not disappointed. You're just angry. Um, now, have you got something else you're going to go off and do? I can if you like. I reckon, because it's about right. time. Probably taking too long, have we? No, there you go. There's your number. I oh, know we're doing all right. We can go for a while. I Got mean, it? we have limitless time. I'm going to leave you now on too. Uh, you should. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to rub, right, it, rub it for luck. All right. Uh, we have come to that point in the show where we are about to be greeted by one of the smartest, wisest, sagest people you're ever going to meet, quite frankly. Um, this came from... I can't even remember, probably five years ago when we started the podcast, Troy offered me some sage-like wisdom, some advice that was going to help me with my life, and from that we birthed, well, Troy birthed uh, a character called Thoughtful Troy. Now, Thoughtful Troy, you think, you think that he's going to offer me wisdom, but really, you're about to hear about 10 minutes of him bullshitting on for a really shit pun. The good thing is, he knows me so well, there are so many different layers that are going to happen before we get the pun, it's not even going to be funny anymore. Are you almost ready? Is that a no, Daryl? Oh, it takes him a while. He's got to, he's got to position his murkit. <laughs> um, it is... An absolute joy every time that the thoughtful one comes out. Thank you so much, everyone else who's come out this evening. I really appreciate it. Um, he's got the thoughtful Troy has gone the burka, the burka burka, Muhammad Jihad. Um, so I do look forward to that. And then after that, we're going to have a quick break for about five ten minutes, and then come back with maybe another half an hour or so with erotic reading roulette so things are about to get a little bit sexy some people are going to leave look we just know it 
Some people can't. Some people just can't handle the sexiness of two straight middle-aged men doing their thing. But what you are not ready for is this. It's basically a flare. I mean, I mean, I love the lighting display. That's awesome. It is a flare, though. It's just low rent and reusable. So well done. Welcome to the teachings of thoughtful Troy. With all the excitement around the Soka World Cup, <laughs> I recalled my time in one of the European vegetable countries, Sweden, <laughs> in 1995. I was doing some work in a small store selling natural remedies. And it was here I first met Tom Somani. <laughs> The coach at the time of the Australian <laughs> Lady Soaker team. Soaker team. He was looking for some remedy oils for the girls to assist their soaker skills. <laughs> I watched much of the games after that day, and from the way the ladies fell down in agony quite often, holding their legs like they were broken, then miraculously being healed in seconds, the oils worked well. Mm. But before Tom left with the oils, this is where the truly magical moment occurred. This was the moment that I birthed the name of the team that is still used to this day, Joe. Yes. My work friend in the store, a Swedish musical wannabe named Benny Anderson, (laughs) was trying to have a good day (laughs) and finalise the purchase but his register was not working. So I, thoughtful Troy, waltzed to the rescue at my own counter after Benny's register didn't work, saying, my till does. (laughs) (laughs) Coach Tom looked at me and said, Matilda's, that's perfect. He smiled and left. And that is the true story of how the ladies' soaker team became the name you all know today and how they all use natural oils for fast healing during games. Thank you and bless. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, go to the bar. We'll be back in five minutes. <laughs>